Welcome to the Vulnerable Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Almeida. Each week, we'll share inspiring stories and tips on facing vulnerability and the lessons we can use to help us be able to find success and fulfillment in our own lives. With each episode, we hope to impact one listener. And if anything you've heard has impacted you, we'd appreciate you sharing it on social. Thank you for listening. Now let's get vulnerable. Teresa R. Funk said, Putting our art out there is one of the biggest risks we can take. It's a special kind of vulnerability. It takes guts to be an artist. This is episode 52 of the Vulnerable Podcast with Rob Wooten. This episode is slightly different. The guest on today's show is someone I grew up with but never really knew. Part of our reconnection now is due to him reaching out, offering to support the Vulnerable Podcast in some way. He created some awesome content for us, so I asked him to come onto the show and share a bit of his story, and I was pleasantly surprised with what he had to share. His most vulnerable moment was in high school when he realized that his passion for art may not be something he could do as a career. He took a huge risk in continuing to pursue his love for art and drawing, not knowing if it would lead anywhere. It took him time and many different steps before he figured out how he was going to use this skill in a career. Now he's done projects for major corporations and is always looking to take on new and interesting projects when he has the time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get vulnerable with Rob Booten. Hey Rob, how's it going? Thank you for coming on the Vulnerable Podcast. Um, For those of you who are listening in and may not know, um, Rob and I went to school pretty much our entire lives together. Uh, and then like most people after, you know, sort of elementary high school finishes, we didn't really maybe talk or communicate too much. And then recently he's come back into my life and been a huge help in getting out uh, the podcast out there, getting some content created. I appreciate it more than you know, man. And I'm just glad that you decided to take me up on my offer and come on the show today and share some of your story. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting chat, I think. <laughs> so I'm excited. <laughs> I look forward to it. I look forward to it. So the first question I ask every guest is what is your definition of vulnerability? Um, I think whenever you try to, I knew you were going to ask this. So (laughs) I think when you try and when you, anytime you're sharing your opinion, there's a risk of being, of getting some negative feedback or being vulnerable or being wrong. And I think that the more you do that, the more you exercise that muscle and really being vulnerable is taking that risk. That is that risky fear part where you don't know what's on the other side, but you kind of, you, it's, it's worth that risk. So it's that risk that, um, you know, is kind of worth it. So that's what it means to me. No, definitely. And and I like that one. And I feel like it sort of relates to you coming on here because I know when I first asked you, there was a little bit of hesitancy and, and, but oh, then definitely. you reached out and you said, you know what, let's do it. And so yeah. you're definitely taking the risk and, and I'm glad that you are. So I, I definitely like that one and see how it relates to you personally. So, uh, you know, going back as far as you want to go, um, and, and wherever you want to start, I just want to sort of get an idea of what would you say would be your earliest memory of facing vulnerability? And let's go with your definition, like facing some sort of risk or taking some sort of risk. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think as early, I mean, going back to, um, high school and sort of when I was, when I was younger, I think it's 
trying, you know, it's really, it's sticking with something that you are, you love to do, but not really knowing if there's going to be like a job after it, or, you know, you're just kind of sticking with something that you really like and looking at it as a tool um, for just, you know, there's something here, like for me, I, ch I kind of bet early on my skill set and really enjoyed, you know, art and really enjoyed, um, you know, drawing. And for me, it's, it's something that is, was a real risk. It's, it's real, it's a real struggle to bet on something early, not knowing if it's going to be validated in the job market and, and just kind of going with it and taking a risk on, on being, being, um, betting on those things early. So sort of like the, it sounds to me like sort of the whole, uh, I don't know, the starving artist sort of thing, like where everybody that is into the sort of the creative part of life or the artistic part of life, they always have that fear of like, is this going to lead to any money or is this just always going to be a hobby? Yeah. And, and, and knowing, knowing that there's something there and okay, I'm getting, you know, some kind of validation from my peers and my schoolmates and, um, just kind of sticking with it and saying, okay, like, let's go to the next level. Let's, you know, those looking at each stage or each grade as um, a different kind of, a different way to manage each chunk in sort of a more manageable way. And um, I think it's, I think it's really important to kind of stick to your gut a little bit and not worry about too much about if there's some kind of formal career path that you're you're interested in so right, and that's then, really important to me no and that's it's interesting and i'm just sort of it's bringing up a lot of thoughts because like i'm thinking about when you're in school especially high school and you're coming to that point where it's like okay what am i going to yeah. do for the rest of my life and you might speak with like a school counselor peers teachers whatever and you're thinking about these different career options and so I'm just curious, you know, when, when you did have those conversations, were the career options that you were considering at that time in the arts or were you looking at something else and sort of keeping that as like a hobby and then realize, like, I, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, was it, was it always something that you were considering moving forward with or was there a point where you were hesitant about it? Uh, th there were, there were multiple points where I, I really, and I, and I tried different avenues within art and design so it wasn't just you know i went you know hard into animation and was really interested in animation because the local schools were you know hiring um for specific companies that i was interested in so and in high school they make you decide really early what you need to be or what you should be and i was fortunate enough in high school to have specific uh, teachers that would that really were um, really in tune with the the needs that I I wanted and and specifically progressing through different curriculums and different courses and you know there just wasn't there's was there there wasn't enough there wasn't enough um, of those specific courses that I wanted to take and um, you know that development is is key right. 
No, for sure. And I, and I really, I, I sort of smirked there when you said about the whole, they make us make this decision so early because it's something that has come up on multiple episodes and I've brought up in, in solo episodes and just even in conversations with people, how it's so weird to me that at like, you know, 16, 15, 16 years old, we're supposed to make a decision that could affect us for the rest of our, our life when we don't even really know what life's all about at that point. Cause we haven't really faced any challenges that for the most part, for most of us, you know, we're, probably living at home comfortable maybe get our first job and like get a taste of what the working world is like in a paycheck and then it's like okay but well, what do you want to do for the next 40 odd years or however long it's going to be that you're working so i couldn't agree more with with what you're you're saying there absolutely and, and you know it's funny to me because like again just going back to that thing that i said there at the beginning about you know going to school with somebody for years and and not really you know sort of knowing mm-hmm. them or whatever i didn't even really know to be honest with you that you were that much into the arts or that you were that artistic considering the fact that we probably went to school for most of our our schooling life yeah definitely and i think um you really I mean, you, I mean, one of the reasons why I connected with your story, you know, we kind of reconnected is that you really, with, you know, writing your articles, you really laid out what it is that you were struggling with and what it is that you wanted to do about it. And to me, that was huge. That was huge. That was something that I was really... Um, kind of following and um, really respected so it's really cool no I appreciate that and and I mean it's it's years in the making it's not like it was I woke up one morning and I was just like let's just put it out there and see what happens like <laughs> you know it took me years to get to a point where I was comfortable enough and where I wasn't so tied to certain parts of my life and certain things that I had done in my life where I was a lot able to just sort of you know, get into who Brian was. And and I, I sort of, I commend you for, you know, being able to sort of recognize that in an earlier age and, and go towards a career path that you actually enjoyed, because that's not something I did. I did a career path that just made sense to me. You know, I, I've always been a talker, I've always been social. So I went into sales and just stuck with it for years and didn't really ever sort of take into consideration what I wanted or what I liked or, you know, what made me feel good. It was just more about like what makes me money. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, it's funny how, even though you're saying that about what I've put out there in the last few years, to me, it's, you know, like I said, it was a long time coming. So it's just interesting to see that, that difference. So what, what would you say, like, aside from, you mentioned there that like teachers and stuff were able to sort of, you know, lead you in the right direction and stuff. But was there anything else that sort of helped you that gave you that sort of, you know, strength or, or whatever you want, however you want to look at it to, to continue sort of going down that path and continuing to chase that sort of dream of, you know, the arts or animation or whatever it might've been. Yeah. I mean, it's just everyone, you know, your friends, everyone you meet, I've been fortunate enough to have really good friends and have stuck around. They, you know, they've stuck around and uh, I saw they were doing things that they loved and it was okay. And some were pursuing very formal educations and I I think I was for the most part I wasn't completely off but um, it's it's the, the the friendships in my life and the relationships are the the most valuable thing and um, that's that's something that has um, made me move from job to job is is the the folks that are are that I'm collaborating with so that's that's probably the biggest takeaway um 
for me. And are those relationships like ones that you've had, you know, since high school or is this like, or even younger, or is this people that have come into your life more recently? Just curious because like, I don't know anybody from high school. <laughs> you're, you're like the first person I've reconnected with to be completely honest. I think, um, you know, we, we meet those people throughout your uh, high school university and it's, and, and through, through, through work as well. So I think it's, it's all of those different aspects to your life that kind of um, define you. And it's so important to, to maintain those relationships, the ones that do work. And, and uh, yeah, that's really important. No, definitely. And then I understand, like, I just wanted to get into that because I, I definitely see how the people that you surround yourself with and the friends that you have and the support system you build definitely makes a difference in your overall success, your overall, like, just what you get out of life. And uh, I just was curious because I've seen a lot of people in past interviews that have had these lifelong friends and, and talked about the sort of differences they made in their life. Whereas myself, I've only sort of gained my close group of friends in the last maybe three to five years of my life. And um, I, at this point, I, I find it, it helped me at least because I found that in terms of maturity, I, I knew what I wanted from people and, and the type of people that I wanted around in my life compared to, I feel like sometimes when we're younger, it's just more of like a, you know, uh, I don't know what the, like, if it's, you know, you want to be part of this click or that click. I mean, I know through high school, I sort of change styles uh, in the way I dress, the type of music that I listen to or whatever it was just to sort of fit in with a certain group of people rather than sort of being whoever I was. Yeah. And it, and it takes a while to, to understand that and really think about, you know, what those experiences and those relationships were after the fact maybe it take you know years later no for sure like like i said i think i said just before we hopped on the call today like i was journaling about this this morning because i was curious and and we won't get too much into it but part of the reason i wanted you to come on like i said was because it was interesting to me when you sort of reached out because you and I, although we, we weren't like enemies or anything like that in school, you know, we definitely didn't have, uh, you know, the strongest friendship. Like I've known you for many years, but it, you know, we, we, you sort of had your group of friends and I was sort of, like I said, all over the place. And, and it, it's, it was interesting to me sort of when you reached out. And so, like I said, I, I journaled this morning and I just wondered, you know, like, is it, is it maturity? Is it peer pressure? Is it, what is it that that sort of leads us in these directions? So I, I just, you know, like I said, I was just bringing it up to sort of get your thoughts on it. And, and like you're saying, I think it's, you're right, it's life changes and whatever sort of life presents may, may also present the type of people or whatever that come into your life. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's that common good. It's that common respect that you have for people that I think is super important. And when you, you know, when you're in a work, whether you're in a work setting or, um, you know, people want to be heard and people want a, the best ideas to win and people want to express themselves. And if you, if you have those ingredients and if you have those key things, then you can sort of collaborate and, and make and, and build things together. And whether that's a relationship or, you know, a, a business or, or something else, it, it's, it's can be really powerful. 
No, definitely. So getting back to sort of your definition and taking risks and, you know, you sort of talked about the risks that you took growing up and in high school of, of sort of focusing so much on this hobby that you weren't even sure was going to lead to a career or whatever. If we get into sort of the career world, uh, you know, I, I've looked at sort of your portfolio on your website um, and, and sort of the things that you've done, um, which some of which, you know, whether you want to share or not, totally up to you, but have been pretty big, it seems, in terms of the companies that you've worked with and, and projects that you've done. But where would you say was a risk that you took career-wise? Just because uh, getting back to your definition of taking risks and the vulnerability of that, wh- what would you say has been the biggest one that you can think of uh, career-wise over the last you know few years? Um, I think anytime you change a job, um, you're, you know, and I've been super fortunate to really like, you know, most of the jobs that I've had, and it's it's saying it's that mental transition of saying, no, I don't want to work on this anymore. I want, I'm, I'm, I think I'm done with that. And I'm moving on to something else that is, is a, could not work out or the people might not be right or my role might be not defined yet. So it's kind of mentally putting that away and having some other other great folks work on it and then moving on to something new that may or may not work out and um, may not be the right fit or the right, maybe the not the right salary too, right? So weighing all those little intricacies in is, is, uh, is pretty fearful. And is, you know, and you don't have to name companies or anything like that if you don't want to, but is there any like moment where you can sort of remember, I mean, I could probably name a hundred of them where I've been like, oh shit, I shouldn't have made that move or I shouldn't have done that or, you know, it didn't work out the way that I expected. Has there been anything like that for you or has it just been pretty like? I think, I think it's, I think one specific example that I can think of um, is that I was applying to a company. And I really respected the company and really wanted to work there. I was preparing a lot for it. And one of the, I, I, I won't really go into the detail, but yeah. one of the things that they said at the end, and, you know, I was asking for feedback and they said, you know, you just don't do what we do here. <laughs> and, and that was, that was a huge hit to my ego. And maybe they were right. And maybe, you know, I'm interviewing them as well, and it may not be the right project or, and there's definitely things that I could have done to um, probably address those needs, but that really was a hit. And um, it's how fast you can pull yourself back up. That is um, really what matters after that moment. No, it's just, you got to laugh about it. (laughs) And uh (laughs) You know, mate, and and you gotta say, hey, maybe this is not in the cards for me, and and the universe has a different journey for me, and and just shrug it off. What was it? Was it because I? And again, I'm not trying to like uh, poke or prod or anything like that. But was it that easy to shake off? Because you make it sound pretty easy. But was it that easy oh, to shake off? Or it, it it definitely definitely wasn't. I mean, that was that it it was in a nutshell. Um, extremely it was a challenge it was a huge challenge and it didn't happen overnight it took some time but it really 
the only thing you can do is to take those steps to kind of build back your ego, rebuild what you were trying to do in the first place, ask big questions, you know, what kind of, what kind of designer am I? And just why am I doing this job, you know, and just asking those, those bigger questions. And that sort of, you sort of, um, it takes time, but you figure it out eventually. No, what I think I want to take away from that is, is, and, and it's sort of the message that I get, uh, want to bring through on this podcast that whether whatever story we're sharing, whether it's work struggles, life, family, whatever mm-hmm. is learning um, from it. And that's what it sounds like you're trying to get across there is that even though it sucked and it did take some time to sort of get over it and get past it, what you did is, is use it as a learning experience to sort of better any future experiences. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I've, I've gone, I've, you know, I've gone through that experience, that negative experience before. And you can say that, you know, that in and itself is an accomplishment. I went through that process. I, you know, rethought the way I was, my approach to, you know, applying for a job or whatever. And uh, yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. No, I, I, and I can sort of relate. You're making me sort of, you're making me have flashbacks right now of, of times in my life where, you know, I, I maybe didn't make the right decision or, you know, like I remember being at one sales job where the day that I quit, my boss literally said to me, he goes, I think your problem is that you don't know what you want to do. And I sort of laughed at him and said, no, like in my head, I was like, no, the problem is, is that you don't understand my value and yada, 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 whatever, whatever. And then it's funny over the last few years how I've, reflected on that moment a few different times and I do wonder although there's I think some of some of what I was thinking was still right I do think that part of what he was saying was right as well is that I didn't know what I wanted to do at that point because I I had sort of jumped around a lot you know I've had more jobs and I can probably count on both hands like all 10 fingers maybe even all fingers and toes like I've jumped around a lot throughout my life and some of it had to do with being dissatisfied some of it had to do with wanting a new challenge uh, some of it, I just wasn't happy where I was, whatever it might have been. Um, but yeah, I just, when I reflect back on that, I, I feel like now uh, sometimes there is those sort of signs in life or those things that people are trying to tell you that it, we don't listen to. And, and later on in life, we, we maybe learn from them. Absolutely. So is there anything else that you can think of in your life, um, you know, in terms of where you've maybe taken a risk or where you've had to deal with something that, you know, was uncomfortable or, or was a bit of a struggle aside from just work? And, you know, again, don't you get as personal as you want, but I just sort of want to get an idea outside of the working world if there's been anything that you can think of that uh, sort of, you know, was, wasn't maybe the easiest to deal with. it's it's i think the biggest thing is managing um those those relationships that are that are negative that can be um impacting your life in a negative way and really thinking about really being a little bit selfish and and thinking about um what's really important to you what's really important to the people that love you and um writing it down maybe and actually you know day by day you know i you said you you're you're writing a lot um write it down and and then you can see you know day by day progression and where were where were you a week ago mentally and where were you where are you today 
and looking at um, looking at that progression of those relationships that you are currently managing right now and maybe spending less time on the ones that don't work. No, I, I, yeah, I, def- I know where you're coming from in terms of just like, you may think somebody's like a close friend or has their best interest, has your best interest in mind, but then you may realize over time that that's not necessarily the case or that they're having sort of an impression on you that you don't necessarily want in your life. I don't know if that's where you're, you're sort of going with that or. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, there's, there's been so many, um, there's people, everyone has a story and everyone has a story like that. And talking with my peers, I know it's happened to them a lot where you, you really can't, um, have that exchange maybe maybe it's a a high school friend that you just you can't really connect with them or someone that you met at work that you you just you can't really connect with them anymore and that's okay that's okay I find the hardest part about that though is and I don't know if this happened to you or not but is sort of having that conversation like is is sort of how do you how do you sort of separate yourself from that person or that situation? Because I think sometimes it's, we may try and do it just where it's just like, you know, cold Turkey, like done. <laughs> and that's not maybe yeah. the right way. And then sometimes it's conversations and then you're like, Oh, well, maybe I'm wrong. And then it sort of goes on for on and on and on for a while before you finally decide, okay, you know what? I got to separate myself. And again, I, I'm not trying to get more detail, but just trying to get an idea of like sort of, you know, how those experiences went for you, if it was just one of those like, okay, you know what, cold turkey, I'm done, or if it was more of a progressive sort of thing? Yeah, I think I think you need to evaluate um, things week to week and, um, you know, limiting the time that you spend with that person can really allow you to, say, you know, say no to to one person, but you're saying yes more to those relationships that are working and that do um, align with your values uh, in your journey. No, for sure. And values, I think uh, this is something that I've heard come up multiple times in terms of knowing what your values are. I'm still figuring them out. (laughs) I don't know about you, but there's, there's definitely parts of me that know what some of them are or what part of my values are, but I'm still trying to get a a real grasp on what that is. And and I don't know if it's something that's a lifelong journey or if it's something that I'm going to figure out in the next year two or three or whatever or you know i got a kid on the way maybe once my kid's born and that'll be in a whole nether my values will shift again i have no idea but uh but that's something that i i think a lot of us struggle with for either you know uh, whether it's a long period of time or just for a short period of time in our life i feel like figuring out what your values are is something that is not the easiest thing to do i think it will be static so it's it's probably going to be an ongoing evaluation I, that's and then I think you know writing things down and even if you you have a a business plan you know you write it down where you were a week ago yeah so you can sort of reflect I mean I I did that with my like I said we were talking about journaling and uh you know I was journaling steady for like two or three months then I stopped for a while and the day that I went back to it in early March I literally reread every journal entry that I had done 
previous to that and it was a really interesting experience to sort of see like you know the days that were kind of like not so good and the days that were really good and like sort of just being able to read back on on the emotions and and everything that I was feeling on at those particular times was a really interesting experience to see and then it also sort of woke me up to realizing like this is not something I should give up again because the the sort of I, I was seeing like the impact that journaling meditation certain activities that I was doing were having on my life and then I gave it up for a few months and when I read back I was like why did I ever stop doing this so I think you're right in terms of just being able to reflect whether it's weekly daily or however long you want to look at it, I think it's it's key to sort of getting that alignment and, and knowing what those values are that's awesome it's it's such a it's such an, a smart thing to do and um, I think more people should definitely give it a try for sure. And I think the other thing too, just and not to, you know, try and tie it so much into my podcast, but I think it's also a great way to sort of, you know, it, not everybody's open to showing vulnerability in an outward way. Like, you know, for me, I've, like you said, I put out articles, I've done podcast episodes about my own journey. But if you're not comfortable with doing that, writing it to yourself might be a better way to at least start. Because you're getting vulnerable in a in a journal that you can you know lock up or whatever or hide somewhere is a little bit easier for a lot of people, but will still allow you to sort of explore that part of yourself if that makes sense. That that's that's awesome, definitely. <laughs> this, like I said, I'm I'm glad we're doing this because this is a different one for me too. It's allowing me to sort of you know explore different things and think about different things, and and you're bringing up a lot of thoughts that I wouldn't uh, wouldn't have necessarily. Um, thought about because <laughs> usually yeah. you know I'm getting so heavily into stories and stuff like that but I like how we're able to explore sort of different situations and different things in this one so I appreciate like you said you coming on and, and just allowing me to sort of have this open conversation and, and like I said a lot of the points that that you're bringing up um, so you know I guess in, in to to how do I put this like if you were to look at everything that's happened on your journey so far like from high school to just, you know, career changes to, you know, whatever, however, whatever part of your life or however much of your life you sort of want to take into this, bring into this picture, how would you say it's all helped you get to where you're at right now, currently in your career, in your life? You know, how do you think it's going to help you with, as you continue to, to progress in the future, if you can get into that a bit? Yeah, I think um, what's really worked and I whether it's whether it's friendships uh family or whatever you know ever you got to recognize that everyone has their own story and their own journey you know listening to your podcast it's it's insane to me how many um the you know the learnings that everyone brings to the table so everyone is bringing something to the table whether you have an ego about or not you know everyone and and that needs to be respected so um having empathy for people just being polite and respectful goes it's like you're 80 percent the way there when you're trying to connect with somebody so i think you know and and allow yourself to be um to not to ask for um permission or ask for forgiveness not permission is something that I've always stuck by and and showing people you know how something works and and what showing what you care about 
in a in a demonstration can really go a long way too. And I think um, it's just that positive, that positivity that, and you should be enjoying what you're doing. You know, you're 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 spending you know a long time building this podcast. You're spending a long time building relationships. Make it make it good. Just make it fun and good. No, for sure. And and I, I really like what you had to say there in terms of just like empathy and, and sort of, you know, asking for forgiveness rather than permission, all these sort of things that you can do to sort of, you know, keep your life in a, in a place of uh, more positivity. Because I think sort of how that, what you said there sort of worked is that if you do sort of these things in life, your life will more than likely stay in a more positive place rather than if you do the opposite, it may not lead you down the right road, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's so, it's so important. I think. How would you say, and, and just out of curiosity, like how would you say those sort of things have helped you more specifically in your own life, like having empathy and, and stuff like that? Well, people are more receptive to that. So if you come in and, you know, everyone gets frustrated, everyone kind of comes in with guns blazing and people are just, it's a simple fact that people are not receptive to someone who is aggressive or short. Like if you change your language, then you can, you can kind of get your ideas through better uh, in terms of, because if you're, if you're being, being that negative and closed off, then it's the simple fact that people just aren't going to be re- receptive to that. And you, you, the best ideas won't win, you know, if you're holding back. No, uh, it's a, a good way to look at it for sure. Something I want to ask, and and I mean, I, I hope this doesn't sound uh, selfish or like I'm trying to feed my own ego or anything like that. But one thing I'm curious about, because you're one of the first people that I've had on that I know has listened to some of my podcasts, um, you know, most people that I have on, I like, I think the guest I had on a couple of days ago, she was like, yeah, I listened to like two or three episodes and she brought it up a few times throughout the podcast. But one thing I just, I, I want to get an idea and, and this is for me and, and hopefully my listeners take something out of this as well. But what was, what, what did you, what did you find impactful about it? Like, cause I know when you reached out to me at first, you were like, I'm really enjoying it. It's, you'll help me in some ways. And, and just to get into that a little bit, and like I said, I'm not trying to like self promote or, or feed my ego here. I just, I'm, I'm curious because my goal with this podcast is to impact people. And so I, I just want to get an idea of like, what sort of made you when listening in go, you know what, I'm, I'm enjoying this. And now I want to reach out to Brian, because like I said, that whole thing, it just, it happened very quickly and it was very out of the blue. And, and so I just have some curiosity about it. So if you wouldn't mind just go getting into that, uh, I'd just love to hear what you have to say. Yeah. I mean, I think what is, it's really interesting is that, you know, we forget that people are actually listening to this podcast. You know, someone cares about this particular podcast and they're, and they're listening. So, you know, firstly, you gotta, you gotta recognize that. And then, um, you know, I think it's so important to, um, I mean, the feedback that, that, that you're getting is just positive. So for me, it was really, um, you know, here's, I think I said it before in the episode, you're, you're laying out everything 
and you're thinking about it in kind of like a live setting, you know, either on, on a blog or live through um, this podcast and you're, and you're getting that, that feedback loop. And when it, when, you know, when you talk to enough people and when you're broadcasting to enough people, they're, they're giving you feedback and you're kind of putting it back. So it's this constant um, discourse between you and your audience that that back and forth and how it can change with each episode is something that when I saw yours, it was, okay, here's, here's something that's, that's interesting and, and has been building for a while. And um, the amount of opinions and, and um, advice that people are providing on this platform is something that was to me highly respected and something that I was like, okay, I need to get involved a little bit and um, see, see kind of just be a part of part of that. So. No. And, and, and I definitely, uh, like I said earlier, you know, at the intro there, I definitely appreciate that you did um, because, you know, your skill set is something that, you know, I, I know a few people that have a skill set similar to yours in terms of design and stuff like that. And it still blows my mind to this day how people, some people have that. Like I used to draw and stuff when I was a kid and, you know, it was more just like I'd look at a picture and then, and then I'd redraw it sort of thing. Uh, and, you know, I was good at sort of scaling a small image to a bigger image. And, you know, I like sketching, but it was always just sort of a personal thing. It was never something that I took too seriously. Um, but it, that that skill set that some people have, the eye for it, it still blows my mind because, um, yeah, it just for me, it's it's not something I was able 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 to ever get into, and maybe that's part of my color deficiency and the fact that <laughs> I don't see colors too well, or maybe it's something else. But I, I was really appreciative when you decided to reach out, and then with what you've done and in terms of like helping me with content and stuff like that. So I'm glad that you know you were able to. Um, I guess, pick that up from listening to my podcast and, and it gave you sort of that, um, whatever uh, motivation is probably not the right word, but it, it gave you that sort of idea to reach out and see how you could help. Cause like I said, it's, it's been huge for me and, and like, yeah, it's just, I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad that, uh, that you did that. But no, absolutely. And it's just, it's fun to collaborate, right? It's fun to collaborate with other other people trying to build something too. So I, that's, that's something that again is, is for me highly, highly respected. It's, it's just fun. It's just fun. No, for sure. So would you say at this point in your life career, um, you know, how, whatever parts of, of you want to bring into, into this sort of conversation, would you say that at this point in your life uh, that you have reached success and fulfillment, or would you say that you're still on the journey towards that? I mean, I'm I'll maybe a bit of both. I'm going to be democratic about it and say, <laughs> I've, you know, I've, I've, I've been truly fortunate and, and to, to meet the people that I've met and um, the, the, the way they've shaped me and, you know, including friends, including coworkers. So I've been really fortunate to be part of, part of that, that journey, but I still, I think if you stop, you know, learning and if you say, you know, say you're done, then I don't think that's quite truthful. If, if you know what I mean, I, yeah. I think if you're forever a student and you look at your, like being a student 
like we were talking about before, is probably the hardest job in the world, in my view, because you have to, you know, dedicate a certain amount of time to, you know, to spending all of your time learning about something that you don't know. So you have to, you have to be a student forever. You have to, even if you have a job, you are, you should be a student. No, and, and I agree with what you have to say there. And, and it's similar to what I've heard on other podcasts, through books, through even other interviews that I've had, where that a lot of people believe that like success is like this point that you reach and then you're like, okay, I'm successful. But then what most people don't realize is that when you do reach that point, then your brain is more than likely going to be like, now what? <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. and so then it gives you like another challenge. And then the other thing that I sort of wanted to um, touch on and bring into that, that I think ties into a lot of what you were saying throughout this episode is I think part of being a student in life in general, like you're saying, is also has something to do with ego. I think that you have to sort of recognize that you have to put your ego aside a bit to be that student for life, because if you don't, then like you're saying, you're sort of going to end up being stale. Yeah, I mean, you putting your ego aside and um, maintaining, you know, just thinking that everyone has a story and everyone has a struggle. So be as positive and collaborative as you can. And then it'll, you, again, you're 80% the way there. So just, and if you stop learning and if you stop doing those things, then, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, the most productive person week to week, but you can, you, if you stop working on something, if you do something good, recognize how successful it was, but then move on to the next thing. Yeah. Just, you know, move on to the next um, accomplishment because it, sitting idle isn't, um, isn't an option. Really. Yeah. Take time to, to sort of celebrate the wins, but yeah. then don't don't like just sort of bask in them and be like, all right, I made it. I'm good. <laughs> and that's sort of like it. Definitely celebrate the wins, even the daily ones. No, for sure. All right. So down to the, the last few things here. Um, if, if you could sort of, you know, take what you've learned throughout your journey, throughout, you know, school, working life, every part of your life so far, and you could give our listeners three important lessons, three things that you've sort of learned that would help them with their struggles or, or whatever they're going through right now, what would you say your three lessons would be? Um, done is better than perfect. Um, I think you mentioned it on one of your episodes where you just started the the podcast, just start. And, um, I think that goes a long way. Um, probably the second would be ask for, um, permit, uh, ask for forgiveness, not permission. And, um, and because maybe the, this is the third one, but uh, actually, you, you deserve to be heard and the best ideas should win. So that's probably, those, those are my three. No, for sure. And like I said, I, I really like that second one because I think that it, it ties into sort of the first as well, because I think a lot of us don't start because we're worried about the acknowledgement from others or the permission to do things or the opinions of others. And whereas if you just sort of do them and then ask for forgiveness, if it doesn't go right, is a better way to maybe go about it because it'll allow you to sort of achieve more 
um, ra rather than sort of sitting there. And, and I've done this myself and none of us are perfect. Like you said, done is better than perfect. <laughs> but the, the point is, is that, you know, if, if we actually do things, then we'll, we'll realize, you know, what people think or we'll realize how it's going to go or, or where it's going to go a lot quicker than if we just sort of sit on it forever. Yeah. And if you measure those progressions, you know, day by day or week by week, then you can see how far you've come. And uh, I think you've done that very, uh, very well with, with this podcast. And that's something that's, that's for me really awesome. No, I appreciate that. And yeah, like I said, the, the, all three of those were, were definitely solid and I appreciate all, of, I, I really, I really do appreciate this conversation because I, I think it was so different from, from the majority of them. And, and I, I feel like that's where it's going to start going. I mean, I'm, 50 odd maybe close to 60 episodes pre-recorded and i know when i talked to somebody else who has a podcast that they've had for quite some time now uh he said it took him till episode 100 till he started to shift the way things were going so i'm, I'm glad to start starting to see that shift and and like i said i'm glad that you were able to sort of provide that for me um, because i i like i said the mo for the most part they've all gone pretty similar in the same way but i like how this one sort of had its own flow and its own tangents that it went on um Last thing I want to allow you to do, because this is something that I want to give my, all my guests the opportunity to do, is sort of just promote themselves. Uh, let us know where to find you on social. Let us know if you got anything going on that you want to tell the world about. Uh, yeah, the floor is yours. Go ahead. Um, yeah, you can find me at uh, wooten.ca, W-O-O-T-T-E-N.ca. And uh, yeah, on LinkedIn, Rob Wooten. Perfect. Well, I'll make sure to put both of those in the show notes. And uh, like I said, if, if uh, for me, I guess the one thing that I'll promote for you is if you've seen any of the content uh, that I'm putting out there for the Vulnerable Podcast, that's all thanks to this uh, awesome guy, Rob. And uh, if you like any of it, um, there's going to be some stuff that we're going to be putting out uh, that he's going to be putting out as well to help other people try and uh, improve their, their content game for their podcast uh you know it's like i said it's helped me it's it's i've had compliments and i've just seen you know improvements in engagement and everything like that so you know reach out to him uh check out his portfolio like i said when i checked out his portfolio before we started working together i my jaw kind of dropped because i was like wow you've worked with some pretty uh some pretty big clientele and some pretty uh on some pretty large product projects so uh so yeah definitely check him out i appreciate that man thank you no, not a problem. Well, thank you again for coming on. I know it was short notice. You reached out yesterday, said, all right, I'm good to be on the podcast. And I was like, all right, well, I got an opening tomorrow. <laughs> we made it happen. Yeah. We made it happen. And it was awesome. No, I definitely. Definitely. So I look forward to uh, continuing these conversations and, and continuing to uh, work with you in some shape or form. Yeah, you're, like I said, you're an awesome guy. I hope that you have an opportunity as well. I know you've talked about potentially starting a podcast one day. I hope you do because I can already tell just from the conversation today that you've got some great things to share, some ideas. And, and yeah, just uh, like I said, I appreciate sort of you reaching out to me on Facebook there. And, and I look forward to you know, continuing to build this friendship and, and seeing where things go. So thank you again for coming on and, and sharing the way you did. Thanks, Brian. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and follow the podcast on Instagram at vulnerable.podcast or on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can also follow me, Brian Almeida, by searching my name on all platforms. 
If the podcast has impacted you in any way, I would also greatly appreciate a review. Lastly, if you know anyone with a great story of going from struggle to success, I would love to have them on. Thank you and see you next week.